Here is a reminder from the American Medical Association. Games, games. Here's some games. Games that want to get out. See? More games. Don't pour sulfuric acid on your genitals. What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and I keep getting funnier every single time this I see This is the Nerd Words Podcast. You guys care to comment? What do you mean, like, fine shoes? On utilitymuffinlabs.com. All right, everything seems to be in working order and functioning. This is working order. Yeah. Order, sir. Order. Very well, very good. So, Halloween party. Marvel and DC character themed. Do you want to know what the first thing I did was? What's that? I did a Google search for fat Marvel characters. That's... <laughs> Do you know what I found? What'd you find? Regular Marvel characters drawn like fatos. That's hysterical. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, I didn't need that. I wanted to be authentic. But uh, Well, that is kind of authentic, isn't it? It's like, whatever. It's <laughs> there, yeah. is, there is this fucking... This one character, I don't remember its name. Uh, like something like round lad or some, some dumb shit right round and, lad. and his costume is he has like a, a like a red onesie and a hoagie no with like a blue cape and his helmet is a plunger and he wears glasses this is an actual character from the comic books it's halloween though like you, you try to ain't you single supposed to attract some tail and then into point yeah but i don't think that works for guys yeah, I never did. No, no. Never like, did. guys are never like, look at me, I'm sexy, because we're not, like, buff McGuffs. We're not fucking HR Puff and stuffs. I have not been learning anything to take away my misogynistic aura. <laughs> uh, this past week, I tried and uh, failed. So, uh. We just have to call that confidence. That's the that's the buzzword. That's the keyword for it, not seeming like a scumbag. You're just con. Confident. I'm very confident. That's the that's the thing. I've uh, I'm also very uh, vocal. That's the problem. So uh, do you want to do you want to uh, plug our our project that's coming up, or do you want to be a, a surprise? Should it be a surprise? I don't know. I mean, I feel like for our listeners, they might be interested, and uh, it might attract different people. Um, you know, maybe just to let them know what's coming up. Hey, man, it's a uh, you're just a squirrel and getting a nut, right? And it's uh, I don't know, but I am a little nuts. You know, I'm more like a chipmunk. I want all the damn nuts. All in your mouth. That's uh, If that's what it takes. All in the cheek parts. So uh, we are planning on coming out. I'm not going to reveal too much. I ain't keeping no man's nuts in my mouth. I no, just want to make no, that no, a firm. No. Uh, proverbial nuts. Uh, I'm entitled one homophobic comment of the year. Figurative nuts, not literal nuts. That's my job. I'll keep your nuts in my mouth. But uh, Okay. Uh, they need to be clean. Clean I need to be washed. Steamed. I mean, if we're hosting a party and a guy's nuts are cold, and all I have is my mouth to warm them, what happened to your hands? I would throw him the fuck outside. <laughs> Tell him to be a man. <laughs> man up. Go outside with hobo shit foot. That's right. So, anyways, we're we're planning on doing a <laughs> bi-weekly review of an entire series of books. Uh, they are gaming books. Doing like in-depth reviews. Um, we're probably shooting for like half an hour to hour long podcasts, and uh, it should be pretty good. Uh, for those of you who are fans of this show or f- actual friends with us, you'll definitely enjoy it. Um, which, which is growing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep hearing every day. Oh yeah, I listen to your podcast. Oh, like, fucking Let's great. Keep it going. Man. Fucking send me an email, man. So I, I just remember when you started this, and it was like no one's gonna hear it. Like you had that awkward, like no one's gonna like my art project, and I was like, yep. yeah, we'll see. Well, because because. 
when you put it in enough people's hands and people know people, it explodes, right? Yeah, That's yeah the it, tends, it tends to grow. I mean, there's definitely things that we could do were we to have the time and money to do it that could help grow this podcast, I think, to at least a modest audience. Um, and as time allows, we will. We definitely will. You know, it's, I think once we prove more steady every Friday, yep. boom. We do this series on time. Don't miss a date. Yep. Boom. That's when we start yeah. looking into investing in the hobby more, right? Uh, to make it more than what it is. It's and we're, and we're we're gonna we're gonna do these books. So it's a series of books. That's as much as I'll tell you. And it definitely has something to do with gaming. And if you're smart, you'll know us and what we're <laughs> into primarily. So that'll help you guess it. But we're gonna do this series in chronological order, from like 1991 yeah. to to today. So and. It's the point of it is to, if you have never heard of these books or you always wondered what they were, uh, it's to make you informed. It's, yep. it's really, in, it's going to be in depth. This is what's in the book. This is what it is. Right. No bullshit. Because we know, we know most people that, that we, most people generally don't actually read, <laughs> <laughs> but now you'll be able to listen to us discuss these books and Almost pick out for yourself, years. like which ones you want to read, which ones are worth you reading. Uh, to take the time or don't just listen to us and be entertained. We're going to be informative. Yes. Primarily that is the goal of this is to be informative, but also opinionated. Uh, yeah. Opinionated. And, and also I, I like to hope a little bit funny, you know, uh, funny is a weird thing. Are we ever not funny? I don't know if we ever actually are. That's the weird thing about so, humor. So, so I think the cool thing about humor is that, you know, when you're funny, well, you, I you know, know when I know funny. when I'm funny. <laughs> I, I, I know when I'm funny. Like you mentioned narcissistic, not really. I think when you got a good groove, you've known each other for a long time, like you and me have, mm -hmm. you definitely know when it's serious and when it's just being humorous. Right. And that's and that's there. And I know it shows because that's the feedback we've got. That people can definitely tell that. But for real on that on that subject, my opinion is this. The people that we know that talk to us think we're funny, but they already thought we were funny because they hang out with us. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so, true. So, so you're, it's, it's hard to say. You're, you're talking about a buck naked stranger. Yeah, I, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, I need to be very clear and precise on this. I don't really care what the random stranger thinks. Like, I'm not going to try to tailor my sensibilities and my sense of humor to appeal to a mass crowd. Like, we ain't for everybody I don't already. Think you, I don't think you can. You ask no. any any great comedians, and we're not trying to be any great anything mm. other than just us. And and when it comes to me being me, I'm amazing. But, you know, any, beyond that, um, we're not. if you emulate... To your crowd and trying to hit every flavor in the rainbow, you're not going to be funny. No. Because you, you're a tryhard at that point. The goal is to be natural, and it, you will naturally attract the crowd that likes you. It's that yep. simple. Yeah, for certain. So that's going to be in a podcast. Um, you just shut that door. And ain't like nah, it. it's too warm to be shutting that door. It is a nice 72, 73 degree day. And the airflow makes it nice, okay? <laughs> but we do a podcast in the living room, which means occasionally you're going to hear neighbors. I hope that doesn't bother you. Um, so the next thing... But it is evidence I haven't killed them. Yeah, so that's the good yeah. thing. No, they're they're new. Oh. They're, they're like oh, what? Our, right. our, I think they're like our fifth or sixth set of neighbors since we've lived here. Thanks. Now you least. give them an accurate timetable. Well, some of them, some of those people, like, you remember that chick? She had, I think she had a couple of kids. She lived alone. She only lived in an apartment next door to us for like four months. She was months lightweight, tops. only took one heave of the, into the truck. She was, she was gone so quick. That's, <laughs> you're gone. Only took one rag. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a, yes, bottle, I do. Your yeah. point? I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Big brown bottle and a rag. Big brown. Weird. Rag. But anyways, um, the next thing I want to talk about, 
and it's a subject that keeps coming up and it's it's getting to the point where uh there may be there may have to be some sort of uh unwilling acceptance of this is fucking wow <laughs> um you so world of warcraft that's a thing that people do and it's probably pretty fun uh, the reason why I bring this up is because I have been under a semi-constant, I wouldn't say barrage would be the correct term, but it's very close. It's a, like a nagging um, from people at work. Uh, a couple of, well, I'll say a person in particular. I don't want to mention any names. I don't want to offend anybody that I might work with that might end up listening to this. But this particular person has been very consistently. It, re- it reminds me of a little brother. If anybody's ever had a little brother or just someone who looks up to mm-hmm. you. They have to tug on your cape to show you what they have that's cool. Yeah. And then you remind me of the older brother, i.e. myself, has to kind of toe in and be like, eh, okay. Right, right, exactly. All right, you show me why it's cool, and you know, you may get lucky. You may get hooked. Right. Well, here's the thing. I, I have definitely not been like, make, 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 sell me on WoW. Because I played WoW. I played WoW like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like nine or 10 years ago. And uh, we're talking like... What was it? First or second expansion of the game? Yeah, right. before so, their admins were driving to work in Bentleys. Right. So, so I I played and uh, you know it, it it was fun enough, but it just didn't really keep me occupied. It didn't it didn't draw me in. Like just the the grinding of a mi- massive multiplayer online game just doesn't really appeal to me. And and you can ask somebody that I know like if if I can have someone roll with me throughout the whole process i'll stick with it but the moment that i get bored and my brain gets distracted and finds something else entertaining i'm gonna quit playing here's and the thing though being that guy who usually is trying to get you into it i realize the difficulty a new tv show comes out or you discover a new tv show or there's a video you saw that had something funny and you want to go check out and that's your new thing like literally week to day, night to night you can be entertained by something else there's no staying power right so the task of getting you focused on one thing, like an MMO, and waiting to play when you play, becomes fuck this guy. Right, right, right. For sure, absolutely. You know, it's I, I'm not. I don't want to paint myself as the oh, this the poor victim who just sits by himself. No, <laughs> I'm just the guy who like I'll get on when I'm done with work or whatever, whatever I'm doing at the time. But you're literally, and, and then I'll play for two hours, and then I'm bored. Casual, right? I am a casual. It's a game. Yeah, it's I'm, casual. I'm for sure casual, but. Um, you know, I, I stopped playing WoW and I was like, okay, moving right along. Don't really care. Have no interest in ever picking it up again. It wasn't like a, a thing that was ever interested. Now, the reason why I bring this up, why I've been harassed because of my dumb fucking mouth. Because I was in, I was at work and some sort of scenario came up. And in that scenario, I just offhandedly made a WoW reference. Were you eating? No, I was not. It wasn't, we were, wasn't like a break room like, talk, convo? No, no, it wasn't in the break room. It was it was in uh, our technical room where we make repairs. And people tend to... The, the, those are where the best conversations Now people have. that were listening are narrowing it down. Yeah, of course they are. They're narrowing it down right now. And I, I had made an offhand reference to WoW. I don't even remember what I said. But if you know me, you know I tend to make references to shit. That's, that's kind of how I roll. And I have a volume of random shit I can draw upon at any given moment. And this time it happened to be WoW. And it happened to be next to the person who plays WoW religiously. And they were like, it was like the record stopped. Er, you know what WoW is? And I was like, yep, sure do. I'm pretty nerdy. And uh, then it was like, oh, you got to play WoW with us. And I was like, ah, you know, I really haven't played in like 10 years. So I'm not like, you know, super into getting back. No, no, you have to. 
And I was like, eh, now you have right. to play wow. So so I kind of just let it be. I was like, yeah, that'll be one of those passing things. You know, I had this moment, too. I bet. I bet you did. No, you remember. I'm just yeah. going to name it and you'll know. Remember Troy and Alyssa? Yeah. You remember me sitting up there? Right. I do. I do remember the couple, like two weeks you played wow again. Two weeks. That's all they got. And uh, so I just let it go. I was like, yeah, that's that's one of those passing conversation pieces. But now every time I see this dude. It's totally cool because to me it's like, all right, you you want you actively want me to do something with you. In in the core of relationship building, man, right? He found common ground, right? And he wants to share that time and build on that common Absolutely. ground. Absolutely, and I'm not in any way begrudging him of that. That's totally cool. But you wish to God it wasn't World of Warcraft, right? I wish it would have been any <laughs> other thing because every time I see him, he's like, "Hey, man, that WoW expansion's coming out. Are you gonna buy it?" And I'm like, "I don't really like." I mean, I don't have the money nah. for it. Like, I can't really <laughs> afford like to play WoW. And in my head, I'm like, I can't afford to play a game that I don't want to fucking play. That's the truth. I can't afford to spend money on something that I will just be spending money on for no good fucking reason. <laughs> but every time I see him now, he's like, Sup, dude? Uh, so let me tell you about how it's different now. Like, he's literally selling me every time I see him. And, uh, like... That, like now I start getting invites to like events and I'm like, I don't have a reason not to go. I can't just be an antisocial person because I'm an antisocial person. Like no one understands like you're just an antisocial fuck. It's not a personal thing. So now I have to kind of like start making accommodations because I don't want to get that reputation. I don't. I got to state this. Mm-hmm. You really don't hit me as antisocial. You hit me as somebody who has not found a common ground. Yeah. With a group of people. No, I'm, I'm social but, with people I know. You know that. But your whole life you've been like that. Yeah. Ever since I've known you, it's like right. everybody can go do something and you have to force yourself to go do it because nine times out of ten, you don't care for the activity. Right. But if you don't mind the activity, you're one of the first to jump to be there. Yep. I'm like, cool, you guys like this too? Awesome. Let's go do this yep. together. And uh, he had brought up he had brought up gaming. He's like, oh, I saw this post that you put on Facebook where you, you like mentioned Vampire the Masquerade. And I was oh, like, that's yeah, frightening. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, well, because they're like they're all Facebook friends now, so that's <laughs> that's where like this is a really like a tightrope walk at this point because I post this podcast on Facebook, so like any of these people could listen to it, you know. I, I think it's possible, man, that they are the real deal. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I worked at Microsoft where allegedly they were like this, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with people who are being, I feel, genuine. Yeah. They're following I, your I, posts. They're getting to know you. Yeah. You know, you're a good fit. All walks of life, right? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't want it to seem like I have any, like, ill will or anything against any of them. It's just I'm. I'm slow to warm up. I'm yeah. a watch pot. The that, more you yes. watch me, the longer it takes for me to boil. And you know, like I, you know, I got invited to a vet, and I was like, I have no reason not to go. Like I, I would just be a shithead for not going. Like what the fuck else am I gonna do? So, you know, now I'm going to go. It's like, you know me, I have to be fucking drug along until until I'm in. Once I'm in, I'm in for, you know, I'm, I'm over the top in, but... And then you become the, why are they late? Right. And, Where but, is everybody? But, like, I'm that dude who's <laughs> like, hey, man, we're going to go to the park and throw a Frisbee. And I'm like, y'all enjoy the fuck out of that because I'm not doing it. Have why? you ever done Frisbee golf? No, I have no, then, no. Then, then that is why you didn't enjoy golfing. Well, I, I've never done it. That's, that's the point. I'm the guy who goes, I have a thing and it seems cool and we want to share golf. it with Nate. Frisbee golf is the shit. <laughs> I bet it is. Melissa drug us to play frisbee golf right. and we were missing one thing. And I was like, go outside? Weed. Go outside now. I'm not good on a going outside thing. But if I had discovered frisbee golf. You'd be if, rich. If, if, no, I'm saying like. In, in in the group of people that we know, if I had been, like, the first person 
who was like, holy shit, this is the most fun ever. You guarantee I'd be like, let's go do this. Let's go. But right now, if I didn't, if I didn't discover it, I'm just like, meh. But the point is Warcraft and it's, and it's really, it's really not Warcraft. It's really not this guy asking you no. what I'm hearing is it's, it's Nate moving beyond his normal boundaries. Well, and also, I don't want to play World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Well, there's, <laughs> all right, there's the deal. Like, there's the deal. The, the, it really, what it comes down to is that if it had been any other fucking game, if it, if it had been, hey, man, uh, we play uh, we play Uno every Friday, I'd be like, all right, mom, maybe I'll come by and you know play once in a while. Like, Uno ain't my thing necessarily, but it's not not my thing. It's just a card game. It's pretty cool. But social people right, right there. A couple but drinks, play some wild. cards. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to get kicked out of a guild with people I work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's why you had a bad experience in WoW. Like, I, I want to state this. You had a lot of fun with World of Warcraft when we was all playing yeah. and we were all in a guild. It's when you got booted from the guild that ended a lot of people's careers in yeah. Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Big old guild. Well, I, have, I, you know, I, I feel like I've evolved since then. Like, I'm not so overtly offensive for no reason. You know, I'm still an offensive dude. I'm still me. I'm still very much from the cuff. But I feel like at this age now, 10 years later, if I were to go through that same situation, I probably wouldn't have pushed it as far as I did because there was no gain. There was nothing to gain from doing so. Being principled about being an asshole really kind of... Is it really that you're offensive or do people listen with offensive ears? Yeah, yeah, they do. But also, I don't think I don't think I'm as overtly that way anymore. Like, I think I'm a little bit more chill. I've calmed down a little bit. You know, maybe I'm just smoking my own pole here, but, I mean, that, that's what it seems like to me. It seems like to me... Do you feel cherry wood smoked? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so WoW will probably end up being uh, on the docket at some point. But honestly, right now, it's just I can't afford it. So I'm not going to do it until I can't afford For it. Sure. For once sure. I, once I can afford it, yeah, I'll, I'll give them a couple hours a week. It's no big deal. Um, it's going to annoy you, though. I already know it. It's going to annoy me because it's literally... All your friends are in it now. Right. When you bite that bullet, this guy's excited for you to play, but it's only because you're new right. to it. But once you fall into that groove and that familiar grind comes, they're going to do the eyes roll in the back of their head and tough it out. And you're going to go, there's other shit I can do right now. Right. Like, I, I, I'm predicting, folks. Nate will have his laptop going. Whatever you choose to play on your PC or your laptop, and you'll have that going, and then your Xbox is playing Netflix or whatever, Amazon, right, right, whatever you got right. going on, and you're really not giving a damn. Right. <laughs> you're going to set a timer, and you're going to look at that timer. There's a lot of me standing around in lobbies. Strangely, you're going to have a lot of stuff to do around the house that I'll never see. But well, and, and that's the case. You know, and I, 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 told, I told you, too. I was like, all right, look, here's what you have to compete against. DLC just dropped for Fallout 4, last DLC. That's going to take up at least a week. Okay? So when that's done, then I have to be able to afford the game. So when I purchase it. But come October, Skyrim remaster comes out for the Xbox. I'm yep. gone. October comes, you ain't going to see me for at least a month. At least. Because that's where I'm going to be. That's what I'm going to be doing. You and Skyrim, man. Bethesda right. owns you. Plus, then we have Battlefield 1. Which, uh, in our limited experience with the beta, like that, that seems like a really fun game. It's it's a blast to play Battlefield One, man. I uh, I was just playing it a little while ago. It's it's a game that engrosses you because I'm done. I'm done with the rose colored glasses. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna switch. It's Battlefield, like you know. Yeah. It's always same Battlefield. Yep. Two things they fix. One, when you shoot someone, they're shot. Yep. 
I'm not seeing bullet drop. I'm not seeing them ignore it because they ran through it. It's, they got hit, and it shows you how much they got hit for. So you know if you suck at aiming or if you're dead nuts on. That's a massive, massive gain from what they used yeah. to have. Plus, if I'm in a vehicle and I'm hopping around and I'm trying to shoot something, with the fact that when I shoot at you and I hit you, I can't do damage, makes you feel like you're contributing to the game. Right. Also, they've added in their multiplayer menus. I can see how my squad did. Because you're now in squads, right? So I can right. see how my squad performed and how I contributed to that squad. Because yeah. it'll give me an individual score. So now, it may be a case of we don't suck contributing to these massive battles. It's just our squad was focused on protecting the flag. Yeah. Or holding off another squad while everybody else is doing the chicken dances, I like to yeah, call absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we had... Uh, I we I think we only played like two games last night because like by the time I finally jumped in, everybody else had like gotten you know the midnight bug they had to go to bed or whatever but uh um like just you and me like trying to hold down a point that shit was fun as hell and like yeah there were some like oh what this fucking guys up on the cliffs and shit but it was like they they walked up on the cliff like, it's a blast but i think you got me Every, everybody has what i like to call an aggravation level yeah and mine's very slow to get there it's coming it's slow to get there but after I got hit by the 20th sniper shot when you and I were playing, <laughs> yeah. this literally these two squads decided me and Nate were a threat. We were holding down a point, and we were just owning them left and right, high and low. And they decided they're going to camp out on these cliffs and do nothing but snipe in. And we could have spawned somewhere, but you back up your buddy. Right. If you don't get anything about you know me and Nate or me and Brandon Wood and Nate or whatever, it's you back up your friends. It doesn't matter if you're losing then you be the best damn losers out there because you never know. That effort may turn the tide. But what you don't do, turn yellow and run. Right. So all it is is me and Nate living, surviving until one of us spawns on them, and then trying to take these groups on. But they're in groups of five apiece. Right. It's ten on two. We, we're not going to win. No, no, not at all. And and the rest of our team, because it's squad-based, so like the rest of our team, who knows? What the fuck? Who we doing. had? If they right. even spoke right. English, and- right? If they were even given a shit about the, you know, lonely point F, like they if, didn't give if a fuck. they weren't laughing half the time. Well, because there's <laughs> from from what I could see from watching videos on YouTube and from playing the game last night, there's two different modes of the game. There's like the the basically the big battles where you're you're capturing flags or capturing points or whatever, and the point is to hold the most points. Right. But then there's like good old fashioned run around and shoot each other. Well, there's rush. Rush yeah, is right. the other mode. Right. Uh, that I didn't. I wasn't sure what it was called. Rush yeah. is completely different. That's classic battlefield. And rush is. I enjoy rush a lot. I haven't played it because normally we want to protect a spot. But rush is phases. It's like your whole team has to go and conquer this first objective. Something in the map usually changes and it opens up another part of the map. Everybody rushes to that point, right. et cetera, et cetera, to the end conclusion of the of the match. Yeah, we didn't we didn't play that at all. We just played the the team battle, whatever it was, the capture the flag game type. And honestly, who doesn't like World War One? Like, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't get pissed because your futuristic laser uh, exploding munitions rifle, <laughs> right? you know, uber trajectory X ray vision gun didn't hit your fucking guy. When you jump into a quote unquote tank and all it is is a fancy truck that they overlaid with it looks like they collected tin cans from the right, union right and after the spam wore out decided to weld them on the vehicle right and add cannons that like, are more sturdy than the freaking vehicle you're yeah. driving around in you're not wondering why you're dead 10 right. minutes we're, we're, we're trying to capture this point and it's like uh it's it's basically like a little train station 
right? It's like basically a little platform along a train track. And we're trying to capture it, and there's like a little little shack that's next to it. And I, I'm running over there, and they roll up in this. It basically looks like somebody took uh, an outhouse and laid sheet metal over it. It's right. like a closet <laughs> with candles. Yeah. And it runs over, and I'm like, for some reason, I was just like, I'll just shoot at it. I don't know why. Clearly, if I shoot at the fucking tin shack, it's not going to kill it. So they just hit me with a fucking mortar and just decimate me or whatever. Right. And I'm like, all right. So I get done and I spawn back, you know, near that place and I run over and I run around the corner and I see the tank. The tank isn't moving, but for some reason it doesn't register to me to avoid the closet with metal. <laughs> And I just, I'm like, all right, well, there it is. I'm going to keep running. And well, it had, it just, are, to your, the to cannon your just turned and. To your defense, there are wreckages all over the yeah, place. Yeah, absolutely. So most of them you do ignore. It's like, whatever. It's, right. It, it, for whatever reason, it hadn't occurred to me, like, maybe that tank is still functional. But a, but a good friend, Phil, reminded us, you got to remember, this was why they called it the Great War. And it's true. World War One was the War of Invention. <laughs> That's where we, on the fly, made do with what we had. Yep. This is called the Real Man's War. And to now to ruin any anti-misogynistic thing I had, let me bring it back. But it's the truth. It's been stated, real men came out of World War One Because these are the guys who figured out, and it's actually a thing. I don't know if you know this. Historically, to try, try to stop a, a would-be tank, which was new to warfare, they actually took rods of iron and strapped multiple grenades to it. And vol some volunteer would be like, sure, I'll throw it at it. I want you to get that concept around your head. He has to get within 10 feet of it to double-hand axe throw a string of grenades that have now all the pins are pulled. Or hopefully he let go of the damn wire. I don't know what works right. out with that. And then a, a second or two later, if the tank didn't move, this massive explosion goes off. Who has the stones for that nowadays? Yeah. Um, we know too much. You'd have to live yeah. in ignorance. Someone would have had to have told you, well, don't worry. The blast will actually go towards the tank. What, what was that one uh, that one battle we, we had been discussion, discussing a couple of weeks ago? It was in France. Like I want to say it was like Verdun. It was Verdun. But, but we're talking like... Like a nine month long battle where oh, we're, we're, there's like hundreds of thousands, millions of casualties on both sides. Like, to put it in perspective, World War I and World War II combined, there are still to this day places in France and throughout Europe where you just can't go. You just can't go there because it's so toxic. From all the corpses, all the explosives, munitions, all the munitions, not right? All, all of the things just rusting and decaying. There, there are French farmers who make a living off the metal. They're still pulling out of these munitions fields, right? It's 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 a career, right? It's not like they only did it for a couple months and that's that. No, they get metric weight right. and take care of entire farms with the money from it. Yeah. Now, World War II was definitely a war on a different sort of scale because that's when like the real you know, uh, warfare like tanks and, and airplanes really ramped up. But World War One was just like mass casualties. It was mustard gas. It was trench living. It was thousands and like tens and hundreds of thousands of men laying, dying on battlefields. Like World War One was ridiculous. It was and pretty it fucking insane. It had to be. So, And that's the effect. I mean, that's, that's one of those things that, you know... World War One is an inventive is an invention. Oh, war. Jesus. It's just it's the mother of invention. It's the one uh, land ship 
Is that, is that what it's called? The one tank, the, the land ship or something like that? Oh, the Mark V that I've never heard of. Like uh, it's 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 rivets. It's they yeah. used rivets to put this bastard together. Yeah, it's it's like this weird like low to the ground driving tank. Right, but it's got like this weird nose that like comes up in the air and like yeah, it's just the like you can recognize them as tanks, right? I haven't looked it up, but I was I was talking again to Phil because uh, Phil you know did college history is his thing. Right. And that's what we studied, but you know, majored in I myself am just a fan of it. But even in between the two of us, we're like, we never heard of a tank that any of these tanks actually. So we haven't researched it yet, but I'm also a, I watched some docs, some video docs they had about making it. They had actual historians team up for this, so I'm more inclined to just leave it to coffee talk. Yeah. As it were. Because uh, I'd hate to find out they were like, actually, we got real creative and took a cheese wedge and made rivets on it, and that's what we came up with. <laughs> no, I mean, I know that. I know that, like, even in uh, even in, like in the Civil War, like we had we had submarines in the Civil War. Like that's a that's a mm-hmm. thing. We you know, so armament is not uh, unheard of. And before you think, no, there weren't nukes in the Civil War. I, I just feel I have to add that. No, no, but there were submarines, right? Um, but, uh, the one thing that I do like that they included in this game is cavalry because cavalry horses, horses were even like a big deal in world war two. That's one of the things that's rarely ever talked about, but it's cool to be able to horses jump on a horse. Die when you shoot right. them, though. Yes, they that's do. That's my one red flag of this game. They, they do. They do. But it makes sense. You know, you got a gun. That's a horse. I'm going to shoot him until he's dead. <laughs> horse is a vehicle. And why you do it? Because me and, uh, me and winners call them death horses. They will. They will trample your ass. They will. Fuck for trample. Sure. They'll run by and Abu Dhabi you. Yeah, I saw the take that cutlass. <laughs> Abu Dhabi, dude. You're done. You're, yep. just, you're dead. Yep. So it's it seems pretty fun so far. Um, so uh, as far as other new stuff, uh, we were talking about. Fallout. Oh, you're gonna try to get away with the planes? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I haven't jumped in a plane, so yeah. Go so ahead. so these these prop planes. It, it, there's even not much to talk about it. Look up the air of World War One and look at their freaking air. Yeah, yeah, whatever the hell like, they had like going on dual wing like i can't even call it like a bona fide air force because it's like well, it's like the red baron it's the era of the red baron <laughs> exactly you're picturing snoopy flying around the red Bar- it's what it is right well well and then and remember like like air travel airplanes had only been invented like less than 20 years earlier i think sure and what i like about it is that i could take my gun that i spawn with and shoot one down if i hit it enough <laughs> it actually matters this is like made of paper <laughs> right it's nothing however we, I was I was with Philip on a on a rooftop. He's sniping. I'm covering him, waiting for people to try to jump up and shoot him. And uh, this guy took his plane and he flew it low enough the ground to start killing people with the propeller. <laughs> he blundered through about three or four guys and literally like, holy shit! Did you see that? I'm like, I'm trying to ignore the fact that, that guy can go through people, hoping he can't go through this building without wrecking and shit. Right. Well, and and, and think about it like this, Mike. We we as a human culture. We will invent something, and if there's any way we can mount a gun to it, we're going to mount a fucking gun to it. Let's just call it what it is. We're 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 barbaric. That's that's humans, and if we can invent it, we can kill you with it. I love that fucking train, too. Like, on the one level, there's like a train. It's like a war train. It's like on a track. It's like on a track. It's a train, and it's just got cannons and armor. It just rolls around just We haven't even been up. in it. We've just been no. shot at by yep. it. We've just seen rockets fly and out of it. crazy amount of smoke. And the thing comes by, it blinds the battle. It's it's great. It it feels like you are in a war. It's worthwhile. It's worthwhile for the beta. Um, yeah, beta's free. Try it out. Is it sixty buck worthwhile? I don't know. It's it's fun. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm willing to do it. I mean, I had fun with just me in it, but I I already felt it. If I didn't have a um, uh, players, 
people I knew to play with. Eh, no. Yeah, um, it definitely looks like it could be fun. Um, you know, I'll I I will plan to purchase it. Uh, I will not be buying any sort of modern warfare or whatever Call of Duty game unless you want your Call of Duty too. Yeah, but uh, I don't I don't know that I don't know it's worth or eighty warfare bucks. Too, excuse me. I don't I don't know if it's worth spending eighty bucks to get a game that is already been you know out and played. Um, I actually don't think I ever played the first Modern Warfare. I also have a theory I'd wait till it drops anyway because that may be a gimmick to get people to do pre-orders, but normally I find that after the pre-order, they offer what they were offering in a package. They'll offer separate, just right. cost more. Right. But if all you wanted was that, right. they'll just charge 40 bucks for it. And um, I'm hoping that at some point there's like a re- like people trade it in and there's a way like you just go to GameStop and just buy the remaster. You know, the the one game separate. All possible, equally possible, is that they just say, if you don't get the $80 one, right. then you don't get the code yeah, to get you yeah, game. It's, and that's it's that. definitely possible, too. To me, that's kind of whack, but, you know, it is what it is. You're what right, you though. And then it's, it's greed's the creed. If they if people want it, right. they'll make it available. It's a, it's a fucking whole pre-order thing. Like, you're, you're basically giving them money uh, on hope, and uh, you're hoping that what you, what you were promised is what you're going to get. So... I'm not going to let this go since we're on video games anyway. So Ark's latest f- fuck you customer is that they've they've they were announced they were supposed to be June 2016 the full game is released. Right. And everybody's been waiting for it because we want to they keep adding content and we're like wow, it was only 39 bucks for all this content. So that means the main game's got to be incredible and nice polished, everything looks good, not glitchy, servers for all can play with your friends. There's all this stuff they need to fix. And what happens is they do come out with new content, but they still haven't completed the game. And the new content's its own expansion called Scorched Earth. It's survival now in a desert. Bunch of new animals, whole new schematic of where to survive. And they made promises. In this Scorched Earth desert, you can transfer your character plus all your dinosaurs to this new land. You, which is huge, right? Because if you've spent months building up one character from level 1 to level 70... And have people have built citadels right. worth of material. Now, you don't get to take them citadels, but you get to bring your dinosaurs, which help you build and whatnot and defend. And that's very important. Right. Just to bring anything really is a good, you know. It, it's a good thank you for playing. You'll love this area. And it speaks highly of the area. That the area is going to be enough of a challenge. Bring your dinos. They're not going to be enough. Yeah. You know, you're still going to have to watch them. It's going to be even harder. Bring your skill. Bring your A game. Also, there's supposed to be a whole bunch of new stuff you can learn on how to survive in the desert. You know, new items, tents, equipment to make it cooler, new different ways to collect water, um, oil reserves you can build, things like that. Right. They promised all this. And then they said it's 1999. And everybody was kind of hit from left field. I know this is the common part. You know, you, what the hell? Right. It's 20 bucks for a, uh, an expansion. You released a previous map free. Right. Because a fan built it, apparently, but because you guys were working on this and released it. It's now 20 bucks. Right. And then I'm like, okay, you're a business. You're entitled to make money. Then how much is the complete game? And why I'm curious about that is because I have a feeling that Scorched Earth is going to be included in the, in the complete game. That's going to be Ark with Scorched Earth, and then it's going to be 60 bucks. Right. Right? So basically, if you do the math, it was 30 Right. 30 for, for the main game. For the pregame. Now it's 20 What else are they going to release that's going to equal that 60 Did you really get a discount? Right. That's that's what I'm seeing, and I'm anticipating. It. Well, and 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 my, for me, oh, and like, I forgot the big yeah, yeah. fu, right? Because where's the fu in that, Bob? The fu in is not the cost. The fu in is that after I purchased it, downloaded it to see it because it's in me to know. 
I knew there was something wrong with it. None of the items are in it. You can't transfer your character. And it's the, it's the same old motherfucking old. I mean, it's it's literally like, here's Ark, but you're in a desert now. Right, it's like a reskin almost, yeah. And start at square one. I was livid. I'm still livid, you know? Yeah. I'm not screaming livid, but it's one of those things where it's like, you can't, you cannot trust the company. Anymore. Well, and then it, it, to me, the thing, like, I, I own Ark uh, for the PC because uh, somebody else bought it for me. Um because I like I'm very much mass extra info. Yeah, that's. Uh, but I I didn't actually spend any of my money, but I do own the game, and the reason why I've I've gone on and on about that game here on this podcast on a number of different occasions. My biggest issue though is if the game is still in beta, it's a thirty dollar beta. That's pretty costly already. Because I mean, to me, you could just call it an indie game. It's an indie game that we're we're constantly developing, but not costly because it's half price. Right, but right, yeah. So it's thirty bucks, but the game is still in beta. It's thirty dollars for the beta. Why the fuck are you releasing expansions for something that hasn't been officially released? Right. If right. it hasn't been officially released and it's a beta, why are you charging people twenty dollars to expand the beta? Motherfucker, put it in your game. Right. Because the game hasn't been launched yet. You shouldn't be asking additional money for shit. Which is which backs up that point. You know, follow the follow the parlance we expect. The lexicon states that you have a full game, then you can do an expansion pack. Right. But then we get to weigh it. Is the game good enough on its own or do we add the expansion pack? But if you're saying I'm telling you it's gonna be sixty dollars worth of content is this pack that I just got plus the game. Right. That's what it's going to be. And what's going to happen is, is that they're going to be people. Now nah, you already got our, don't get the $20 one. They're going to stall on it. Then they're going to screw those people right. by saying it's 60 bucks, but you have to pay nine ninety nine to include your. So, and, and my curiosity is like, or, I got that backwards, but they'll pay 60 I, yeah, plus like, the 30. I, I got what you're saying though. But like my curiosity is like, what are they going to do when they quote unquote launch the game officially? Like do people that purchase the bait already, are they good? Or are they gonna have to buy the game? No, you're fine. It says that when you when you buy it, this is you get it full when it's released. It says it off the bat. But that's why I think they charge nineteen ninety nine for extra because they also are marking those who already have ARC. Right. So if you want it brand new, they're gonna include with their one big purchase, which I believe is gonna be sixty bucks, this includes Scorched Earth. Right. That's what they're gonna get. But that's gonna be their extra incentive to get it. Uh, the I I can respect your your opinion one hundred percent because you play the game but you're not an apologist. Right. When I hear some of our other friends, I won't mention any names, Jeff. Um, <laughs> I hear them. They're they're like apologists for the game. Like, and it's not just Ark. It's a lot of games where they're like, "Well, you got to remember." No, no, I don't got to remember. Don't market something to me as a complete experience and then go, but. You know, not not yet. Like it's gonna be like, but here's Calm the down, here's guys. the product. But it's not you know, and that was like this big deal with No Man's Sky. Like uh, you know, people have been going ape shit about the No Man's Sky game. Neither of us have played it because it's a PC game. It's a PS game. Can we can we know why we haven't played it? And I would think millions haven't played it. It's a game where I explore the infinite cosmos, right? Which is rock dust, some radiation. Yeah. But, and some suns. But if if you market that to to people properly, you know, I can see where like, oh man, there's so much shit I can discover. But ain't no aliens getting at me, right? But it's not it's not that at all. Ain't no ships I get to build, right? It's it's a it's a procedural sort of environmental creation. I find rock dust, and you tell me what the rock dust does, right? And and you made it up. I was on planet A, and planet A had red rocks, 
and it had green little men, and it had a purple sky. You know, you know what else has red rocks, green little men, and can have a purple sky? A cleverly constructed tropical fish tank. Right. But At then, your house. But then you get in your spaceship and you fly to a different planet, and it got a red sky, and it got green little little martians and and purple purple rocks. look man like, this it's, game... it's, it's it's just it's basically just procedurally creating Ooh. it's it's reskinning you know and that's you got my blood going that. right it's like they're literally telling people you're idiots well and, you're then, idiots and then the marketing the whole the whole multiplayer thing this dude like like they're actually in a rare sort of scenario yep steam and playstation network are giving people refunds for this game because this dude, the CEO, I don't remember his name, and I'm not going to investigate it because I'm not a fucking reporter. But the CEO, look it up online, you'll find out. He he basically was saying like, yes, multiplayer is possible. You you can run into other people, but the game is so massive, so infinitely big, so huge, the likelihood of that happening is nearly impossible. Well, if you know anything about the internet, you got about a day. When you make a claim like that, you got about a day, bitch. So everybody got the disappointment of, of a girl with her first time going to a club and going home with a dude? Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm just pointing right, out what's right. this? Yeah. It's so huge you never knew. You yeah. never seen the yeah. size before. Yeah. Get home and it's Yeah, wah, it's, wah. it's gonna be it's gonna be fifteen minutes and disappointment. Fifteen <laughs> Because uh, like it, within the first day, there was two different players that found each other and like they were on the same planet, they were in the same exact location and couldn't see each other. Which means you're full of shit. So now that like this has come out that these people were kind of like overpromised and underproduced. We call that hoodwinked. Yep. You got bamboozled. Yeah. But there's a rule for that. Hoodwink and bamboozled are used by pimps, hustlers, and pushers. Because on the street, you're supposed to have your street sense. Right. When it comes to business, it's business is not business. Right. Okay, business is hello, sir. Here's exactly what you're getting. Pay your monies. Here's right. your change. To, to me, thank you. To me, it's like it's like if you went to go see like uh, Toy Story four, right? Which doesn't exist, but you went to go see Toy Story four, and you got through two thirds of Toy Story four, and then the last third of it was just like the skeletal impressions of those drawings, <laughs> and they were like, oh, we're going to release it as a DLC for five extra bucks at the end of the month. But you you get you get what you I mean you you get the game right you understand what it is you right? guys look a cowboy and you right. guys you guys this astronaut whoosh, right, astronaut right. he's going there's, he's there's, gonna find the right. moon there's soon. three guys doing hand puppets <laughs> right. he's gonna find the moon <laughs> and they're like yeah yeah tune back in for the ending like and then they bring out Gumby and put a cowboy head on him like pachum 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 man that's Gumby oh, it's, right. it's a cowboy right. but but no no it's Stand cool in. but the a movie you only pay what ten bucks twelve bucks fifteen bucks tops to go see. And granted, it's only two hours of entertainment, maybe. But for these games, you're paying sixty fucking dollars, right? Like sixty dollars is no small thing to sneeze at. And then for the majority of these games, you're paying sixty for the main game. Then you're paying twenty bucks every two or three months to keep you engaged because they're selling you fucking DLC and they're selling you in most circumstances shit that should have been in the game to begin with. And we're rare. We're people who it's our hobby is video games, and we're pissed off. I can't even imagine someone like my, like hell, like my sister. I, you know, she just got an Xbox One. I can't even imagine if her kid, mommy, mommy, this new game came out, blah blah blah. And then two weeks later, mommy, mommy, we got to get this part for the game. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" Right. We just spent sixty dollars. We, like, we just paid. See, this half a grocery bill. Right. We just spent on this game so you could be entertained. You're telling me does what does it include, baby? Show me. And then she'll look. My sister will. There'll be a witch hunt in Seattle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There'll be somebody to find a hunt down. And that's that's how it is, and yeah, 
That's that's what that's what I'm saying. That, that shit's some bullshit. Yeah, it, it's kind of a ridiculous scenario. Like, I'm definitely an apologist for for Fallout because I feel like their game, their sixty dollar game, it was sixty dollars for the game. Hang on, Bethesda's weird too. Bethesda's composed of some savants. <laughs> Some people who say, man, did you see uh, that, that was it the company? Like, I didn't know Assassin's Creed had groups that worked on it, right? Yeah, yeah, right? like different areas and different The one different in countries. France actually went and uh, like found Ubisoft, a kid. Right? Yeah. yeah, Ubisoft found a kid who was like some savant at coding that they just heard about. And did he they, have robot legs? Well, no, but they went and found him, and he's like 14 or something like that, and they had to get a work visa to pull him over to Quebec or some junk. Mm-hmm. That, that was a deal in there, but they had to have him. Well, because they couldn't get them, they went and found the property that was like an old castle and bought it and made that their new hub so they could have this kid. Right. And then brought all these people together to make this game. But they spent like four years sitting down and making a game. And do you know why? They refused not to have a full-fledged, finished, polished product that yeah. anybody can sit down and enjoy watching, Yeah. get the gist of it. And they had plans for release content, but... As they put it, release content should not be necessary to enjoy the game. The release content lets us know that if you buy it, you enjoyed the game so yeah. much, you wanted to continue, well, and, that, and that, that's why you got yeah. it. I, I honestly think that you know all the gaming companies... But, but how does that relate to your Bethesda? That's just real quick. Well, because Bethesda, they work on a game for five, ten years, whatever, yep. right? And they go, here's what, here's what our fans expect. We're going to release a massive game to them, right? And then once they get, it's going to take them two or three months to completely finish the game 100%, and then they're going to be craving more. Yep. But we we invested all this time and effort in making this huge world full of quests and full of missions. Like, you know, Fallout, you can just level till your heart's content. They're, you're never really going to run out of quests. You're never really going to run out of missions. You're never really going to run out of stuff that you can do because I'm I'm done with all the missions. Well, now I can build all these cool, you know, like I have a whole other thing going on in the game that I can focus on. If your game is big enough and customizable enough, enough details in it, people will make things to do in your game. Right. They don't need your plot. Right. At a, after a certain point, that's exactly what they've done for yep. you. I'm a guy who you need to give me something. Yep. Because I, I, I need that feeling of, man, I've done this. Great. Right. You, you need meat. I need it. Yep. I need it. Or I need friends right. to be in the same world. But if it's single player, odds are I'm not going back but, to it. But here's, here's the key for me. And you'll notice th- this is the same thing. You know, Ubisoft was releasing an Assassin's Creed game every year. And, and the first couple of Assassin's Creed games were great. They're classic games, awesome yep. stories, deeply involved, open worlds, all kinds of shit that you can do. And then when they when they start to adapt this every year, uh, you know, launch a game every year to to keep that money rolling in, their games suffer because they gotta, don't they don't have the time to focus on making this an involved game. I got to defend the Assassin's Creed franchise because in their company they expanded right, yeah, and they put an entire brand new team for Unity. That's the only bad one they've come out with is Unity. And Unity was an attempt and a very aggressive one to make it multiplayer. And when they did that, they had the multiplayer, but they didn't put the time they did for the actual plot of the game, which was the plot was good. Right. It was it was fine on its own. Problem is, is that when you are new to any multiplayer franchise, your first is gonna suck by comparison yeah. because you, you're you're behind. Yep. You're behind in the game. 
And I only defend these guys because I know for a fact you got uh, Ubisoft is a great company, but they just added all these silos all right. over the world well, well, of people to work on that product. Where my point was going was they've decided not to do them every year. Right. You know, and, and that's that's major kudos to them because, again, if we look at the different game companies, we look at Rockstar, we look at, at Bethesda, we look at CD Projekt Red, like these are companies that go, we're going to make a really kick-ass game, and when we're done with that game, we're going to launch it. Right. And when we're done, you know, when that's done, we're going to work on another game. And when that one's done, we're going to launch it. And they it's, make hand over fist. Right. And it, it's, it's not this yearly, you know, 2K games shit, this, uh, you know, modern warfare, Call of Duty. We have to have one every year because, one, your people are going to get fucking bored of them. Like, I got to go every year and spend $60. Okay, what, what's changing? What's revolutionizing? What's great and new? And on to that fact. Much. Incremental. The phenomenon of sports games being bought year after year, there's something weird, and I'm kind of going to rip on our friends a little bit. I won't mention names. I listened to a baseball conversation for over an hour last week during right, right before game. You didn't drink Drano afterwards? I didn't because I was fascinated. I found something <laughs> to fixate on, and what I fixated on was the misery coming out of the fans' mouth. I mean, these guys were just defeated. Like, the team isn't being ran like they think it should. It's The placement sucks, and they have rights to this argument. And they said something that made perfect business sense. For instance, I don't know if you know, I didn't know this, I didn't care to know, but, you know, the former U.S. seller field has been changed to some, like, great great low rates yeah, is the new name yeah, for I, it. I heard about that. So I was like, cool, so that that stadium's become a whore. Yeah. It just, it's be actually a prostitute. A whore is free. But that's the, <laughs> that's, that's the point. But where, they, where the stadium sits... It's it's right by the former Robert Taylor homes in a bad neighborhood is what it's near. Yeah, and so but they have to pay a lot of upkeep for people wrecking it. It used to in be Comiskey whatever. Park. Yep, and then they tore down Comiskey Park and built a new Comiskey Park across the street from it. Now, and then they changed it to U.S. Cellular Field. It makes sense that it wouldn't be called U.S. Cellular Field anymore because U.S. Cellular left. It ain't even in Chicago. But to finish my point, so this field's in a bad location. Yep. However, the Chicago Cubs. Have a great location further at. Lots of stuff to do while you're down there, shopping, what have you, eateries. It's a good upscale place. Yeah, it's the north side of Chicago. Right. People got tons of stuff to do there. And the field itself has a renowned, world renowned beer garden. Right. People go to Cubs Field to drink the beer out of the beer garden because they heard it's the place to be to get drunk. And it is, yeah. It's it's a it's a team that hasn't won anything of importance in over a hundred years, but they still draw people like nobody's business. And apparently now they finally gotten decent. And now they gotten decent, now they're getting fans plus people who want to drink. Yeah. And so there's even more reason to go. But they outline these two differences. Now when you hear it logically, you go, Why the hell would I keep this field where it is? You know, if you're telling me there's rampant crime, it's in a bad neighborhood, it's mostly residential, people don't want to deal with a freaking ball game when they're trying to sleep and it's right here fold it yeah fold it Even, move it you close it and move it you mean to tell me you don't have the money to close this field and open it elsewhere and i literally hear them you're absolutely right man but it's one or two dudes who just yeah. own it that just don't see and i say this this is why it has the same reason same excuses i hear for these sports games being made year after year one or two people have decided I hear that every time. <laughs> right. Really? One or two people, they have such power, no one's turned to them and went, you fucking moron. Your game sucks. There is yeah, no difference. Right. There's Your location no. for your baseball well, field and, and, sucks. And, it, you know, it, honestly, probably not. 
because how how is this done? It's done by committee, yep. and usually there's a there there are one or two people at the top of the chain, and they're going, I don't care what you do. We made this much money last year. I want to make this much money this year. You figure it out. Right. I want to make a million dollars more because as a company, we should always be growing. That's the, And that's the bottom line. Take a lesson from France. You create a stockade and you chop their fucking heads off. Why? You're the majority. And I, and I mean this not literally. Figuratively. Yes. Figuratively. Historically, We're not actually that is going to lynch people over video games or chop it's, their heads uh, off. That's a, I'm just saying, though, like I'm not. If, if take it as the passion it is, I don't understand so much that it's it's beyond idiocy. Right. It's beyond idiocy. You mean to tell me you're the same people who buy the same ticket year after year, support the same team when you know they're ran by complete idiots, right. complete greedy, don't care about you morons. Because to me, this ties into the Illinois Great Suckalong, which is Comcast. Oh, dude, don't it even, falls in the same thing. Don't even They've made South Park. Dude, when you complain on Facebook about it, and I watched all the videos I didn't know exist yeah. of people making parodies and jokes about a cable company who doesn't give a shit dude, about it. Dude, that was like people. the greatest fucking episode of South Park ever. So so to give you some background on this, uh, we, we live in a market where Comcast has decided to roll out their new initiative. I don't even think this is new, bro. No, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's it's actually it's not everywhere. It's in certain markets. It's a it's their new market initiatives, but it's 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 pretty much permanent. No, I for mean us. Comcast putting it to them. Oh no no Comcast is a motherfucker yeah. across the board. That isn't new. Being a motherfucker is not new. So <laughs> Comcast decides that they're no longer going to offer their unlimited data plans. Now they're going to cap those data plans. And if you want unlimited, you can get it, but it's an additional $50 a month. So here's what you've been paying for. But now we've just decided this is the new policy. You don't get unlimited data. And uh, uh, we need unlimited data. We need unlimited data for a number of reasons, primarily because... You're listening to one reason. Right. This is this is one very specific reason. I need, I need motherfucking bandwidth. Uh, I need network. I need data. In order to upload podcasts, uh, to do research, to watch movies, I got web pages I'm building, internet things we got going on. Right, we it, are we are a data intensive household. Last month we used 1,161 gigabytes of data. And by the way, I think that's a lot. Some people will blow that out of the water somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also it, conveniently, there's no way for me to track that. It's just this is what you used, and it came from your router. No shit, thanks. Um, but. I signed a contract with them. Uh, I signed a contract for service. And in the middle of it, they just were like, fuck you, now you don't have unlimited. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm under contract for, for two years with this plan. Why the fuck do you get to change it? I don't get to change it. You get to? I don't. Oh, did you hear this? There's a funny fact real quick. My name's on that too. And I've, I'm able to make payments to it. Yep. I've, I've tried to go in to look at the same shit you've looked at mm-hmm. to see what's going on and be an option, just to have two fresh eyes, you know, whatever, looking at it. And they told me, my first name isn't Nathan. Right. Their people are so ignorant that when it says Nathan Seavers slash Robert Batten, you're the first name, therefore, you're right. the one. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm failing. We had it set up so this can happen. You know, and then they literally told me that. And I was like, so you think he, this man's name is Nathan Seaver slash Robert Batten? And they're like, well, basically, no, we have no way to know it, it, otherwise. It's like, it'd be a hyphen, jackass. Right. For separating the two last, it's retarded. It's stupid. But it, it's, the same, it's the same situation that you encounter with your electric company, 
we're supposed to live in a country where there aren't monopolies because with a monopoly, there's no competition. Okay. And technically, legally, we do. But if you look up your area and you compare one cable company with the other cable company, you're going to notice that at least this is what we noticed, call it what it is, but Comcast's bottom tier speed is 25 megabits per second. That's their bottom tier, and they go all the way up to 105 megabits per second. The the uh, the next cable company, which is AT&T, and we know they're shit, but AT&T's top speeds are 24 megabits per second. So basically what you're saying is they're – there's competition, but insofar as they're 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 not really competing, right? At all, because if I just need piss away internet speeds, ten megabits per second, which I can get better on my cellular phone, then I can go with AT and T. If I want anything more than twenty five megabits per second, my only choice is Comcast. Well, well that, that to me seems like a lack of competition. Well, it's you have a lack of competition because AT&T, which is their competitor out here and like you just pointed out, not really. AT&T is a jack of all trades. Right. They don't they don't focus on just right. internet. Comcast right. used to just focus on cable internet. Right. And then grew from it's there. Just cable the TV way. and yeah. Right. Like I heard they were trying to tow into the cell phone market. They can't get in. No, they they have they have their home phone service which uh golly gee, they will try really fucking hard to sell you. Uh, but nobody needs a home phone. Ever. It's 2016. Cell phones are not new. There is. Why do you need something that only sits on your wall? That's going to ring to annoy you. Right. That, it's or it's going to ring to an empty house <laughs> when you have the exact same thing you can put in your pocket and leave the house with. One is I can only use it at home. Oh, and here's the fucking beauty part of it. Did you know that if you have home phone service while you watch TV, it'll tell you who's calling. Do you know what else will do that? Your cell phone, when you pick it up and look at it. I uh, I didn't chime in there because we worked in the same industry yeah, forever. It, it's fucking stupid. And, and, and when I worked for Sprint, I constantly had to sell home phone service and never understood why. Because uh, that's like uh, being a microwave store and selling wood-burning ovens. Yeah. Well, I, I know you want this microwave, but let me, let me show you this wood-burning oven. You ever had a wood-burned or wood-cooked pizza? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, bomb. it's it's it, uh, this one. Uh, it's made primarily out of stone. Uh, you can't move it at all, but you can throw giant logs into it, and it'll set your you... house on fire. Right, right. Uh, or, or there's this digital thing where if you push one button, it instantly makes everything cooked. I don't know which one do you want. Which one? Which one works for you? Fuck you. Fuck you, Comcast, <laughs> and fuck you, cell phone service for trying to hoodwink people into buying a fucking home phone. I just it's. It's become a thing with me. I know you got a Corvette. Do you want a Model T? So, so if anything, this one podcast, and hear me, please, is this, you understand Bob completely if you understand these two points that have been made on this podcast. One, if you are, if you are an idiot, okay, which, um, which is my catch term for willfully ignorant, okay, we know ignorant by definition is lack of knowledge. You just don't know. I can forgive someone who's ignorant. However, willful ignorance is, is when armed with the knowledge, you still choose the, the low-brow, low-thought option. Lowest I have a problem denominator. with you. I have a problem with you because you're the majority. And how I've taken upon myself that every single person that I call out, that I make feel dumb, that I make them so mad, ooh, I'm going to go look up what he said, that they turn around and go, 
I now am informed and I have an argument, Bob, where are you? And they come and tell me, you know what, Bob, you were right about that point, but here's the thing you missed. I've won. Every time that happens, because it's one less person to just quietly nod their head when these big companies come around and rob them, right? literally just gouge them, and they don't spend any thought to go, wait a second, why am I letting this guy rob me? It's just like Bob when he called me out. Yeah. And, and, and this, this might not even be the first time that we've discussed Comcast, because uh, to reference a couple of weeks ago... I was like, wait a minute, I'm spending $130 a month for TV I don't watch so that I can have internet, right? I don't watch the TV. We've watched the TV three fucking times. Literally three only In a three year and times. a half. In a year okay. and a half. Three fucking times. So I call up and I go, hey, I want to lower my plan, okay? I don't need the TV. I just want the internet. Well, you can get just the internet for more than what you're spending now. So, I, I but, almost can't talk about right. this. It's like it's it like what? Really pisses so, me off. So I want to. I, I I have to spend more to have less. Well, that's just the way our plans are bundled. Well, who fucking bundled them that way? I feel like we're the jaded, abused lover of Comcast. Oh, like they just come back every once in a while and beat the shit out of us and go, well, "You don't like right. it? Remember, I took care of everything. Look uh, at your download no, well, speed. It just, it's a fucking. <laughs> it's it's the South Park the episode, leave. totally. And they're just rubbing their nipples and they're like. Oh, yeah, we can oh, we can update your plan, but oh, you're going to have to pay an early termination fee. Can For you, what? I'm not terminating anything. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Can you tell oh, us Can you tell, tell us how you more. feel again? Oh. How how un how unpowered oh. and, oh, would you do me a favor? You would you feel? do me a favor while you yell at me? Will you oh, will you lay over the table? I just want to look at your asshole before I fuck it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hmm. <laughs> Good conversation, Comcast, and they're brazen because we, it's just we, like we dealing... watched a different episode. Right. I'm just no, saying, of course, I that it. wasn't in the episode. Okay. That was I just, just want to make fantasy. that clear. That's... Um, but it's the same thing with like the electric company. I'm just you went to a dark place. That's because I feel a... it's dark to me. It's fucking dark. Like I don't want to have to give you money. I don't want to have to give you 150 dollars for something that number one, really, I shouldn't even be paying for at all. It's it's totally fucking necessary. So back that up. But I get I get you want to charge for but, the but service. Why do you feel that it should be free? Because uh, it's a human necessity. You cannot function without internet. Is there a magical other place that has free high-speed internet? Uh, yeah, it's called the no. It's it's the no. No, no, absolutely not. No. Because not only do I have to pay you, Comcast, for shit that's way overpriced, it doesn't cost you a fucking thing to maintain, but I also got to pay the cell phone company because I need to actually have a phone. Oh, no, I meant to Nate, literally. Have you heard of anywhere... In any nation. Uh, oh, well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's nations like... Well, there's one you told me about, and I don't remember specifically. I was hoping that chimed a bell where you told me they don't pay for their internet. It's all high speed. Uh, and I it's, think it's, it's all ground I think it's Korea, but I could be wrong. Korea or so, Japan, one of the Asian so, countries, one of the big ones. And why I'm pointing it out is because, and I believe it's Japan, you said. And the reason why I point this out is because they're the top technology company as far as finding new software innovations of a computer s nature. Right. Top in business. <laughs> Um, they're top money making, top scholastically. Right. I think their only competition, in fact, would be Switzerland. Well, the the thing that really will fuck with you if you don't know this, um, there was about 10, 15 years ago, there was a plan for a, a government funded broadband network. Yep. And not only was there a plan, but all the wires got laid. All the infrastructure exists. But here's what happened. The cable companies, they got 
They got they got to they got to talking, and they went to the government. And guess what? Now there is no government run high speed network. Now there's Comcast. There's Time Warner Cable. There's Wide Open West. I do they- know on your cell phone bill, you can see where there's truth to this because um, the cell phone companies invested in that particular yep. wiring network, and on it yep. it'll say miscellaneous government fees. Yeah, that'll appear on your bill. I believe that's the exact term, and no person. Working for a cell phone company can explain to you what that bill is. No. In fact, I was trained to teach my guys to talk around that. Yeah. To talk about anything else but that because nobody knows why it's there. Right. It's As, just it's just fees. It's if, just bundled fees. If you do a little research, that may only be $3.50 you're adding to your $98 a month bill, but times that by their customer base. Uh, it, it's, it's some shady. But it doesn't go to the cell phone company. That goes to the government, yeah. which gives you credence as to why. Yeah. They're it's because it. of fucking government lobbying. It's because the telecom companies lobbied, and guess what? They're wealthy, they've got power, and they've got money. And you can look at like, this isn't even a conspiracy thing. Do a little investigating, and you'll see there's a pretty fucking direct line between the telecom companies and the federal government or, and the FCC. Look into it. It's bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. In, in nature of coming back, because we could literally go forever on this. It's like, bottom line, the point is, is that odds are when you feel you're being taken advantage of, it's because you are. Yeah. And a little tickle in the back of your head that says, man, you know what? That doesn't feel quite right. You should maybe investigate a little. Yeah. And why I say that is because otherwise you'll get bobbed. Yeah. So someone's um, going to call you on. I, I, uh, the end result of this whole Comcast thing was I, I shouted up my way three tiers and apparently they have to put in some sort of ticket because I, I, I was like, look, uh, I signed a contract and legally you're required to give me what I signed a contract on. And they're like, well, no, no, because in the contract, it says we can change our terms at any time. And I was like, really? Because I don't remember anybody telling me that. Did this say contract or T's and C's? Right. Uh, and uh, well, that's that's the thing. Like terms when you and conditions, when you contact when like when you set up a plan, they go over because legally they're required to. They go over all the things that are included in your plan, and you have to verbally commit to each of those things. And at no point in time do they go. By the way, these are subject to change. Because why would you why would you agree to something that they could just change anytime they want? Well, of their own T's and C's because it's a standard. Mm-hmm. All of them say it. Everything you sign up for contractual wise, usually almost I get hundred percent of the time that company reserves the right to change right. that policy. But when they do, also written in terms and conditions, you have the opportunity to opt out of your current plan. Yeah. In other words, no termination fee. For changing that contract and going to a competitor or what have you, and or uh, they they will honor that agreement. They'll grandfather you until your time is up. Right. Those are both legal precedent, and the fact is Comcast doesn't acknowledge legal precedent. No, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I I uh, I told him I was like, yeah, if you're not going to do this, I want out of the fucking contract. But after investigating what my other options were, guess what? There aren't any. There's none. There are literally no other options. It's either I rub two sticks together or I have Comcast. Simple as that. So and you got Tony Robbins. It's, it's it's being caught in the fucking short and curlies. Yeah, yeah. You got to, well. What we should do is we should just invest a bunch of money and buy our own servers and just be an internet provider. There's nothing stopping us from doing that except money. And yeah, also know how I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's there's, there's nothing stopping me from doing anything. Right, money. Hey, hey, yeah, that's that's true. We just we should just watch some YouTube videos. That's it. YouTube videos will will guide us. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you want to know how to do something? It's on YouTube. 
always on YouTube. YouTube's where I learned how to start my own pimping business. Yeah. And it's good. It's going good. I mean. And, and I told you that. For me watching, I finally watched that Iceman movie. Uh-huh. And I realized it finally meant I forgot I watched it with you. Right. And watched it again. What's the, what's the guy's name? Kuklinski? Kuklinski. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, well, the reason why I like the Iceman Kuklinski so much is because uh, he's a mob hitman. And everyone was shocked at how ruthless and efficient he was with his job. When his sole goal, mm-hmm. his sole reason for doing it is to provide for his family. Right. That's it. He cared nothing about anything else but providing for them, and he gave him a means to do it in a time when no one had the ability to do that. But also, he was kind of just a psycho. How do you not? Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you Can know. underline that? There's a lot that movie points out to the fact. Severely abused, horrible home life. Now, did you watch the, the tapes, or did you watch the movie with, uh, what's his name? I've watched both. I watched one with the actual Iceman, yeah. which is why that guy got an Academy Award nod. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost got it for the for playing the role Iceman. Yeah. I, I say that guy because I forget his name. Uh, but he did, did a magnificent job because the exact mannerisms of the real Iceman, the real Kuklinski, that guy had. Well, um, you watched uh, you watched Boardwalk Empire, right? Yep. That's the same guy that, that played the, the Fed. Yeah. That was really fucking weird and creepy. Like I can't, I can't remember that dude's name, but he, he played Zod. So, like, there you go. It's the same, same Superman, fucking guy. Superman. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't remember his name for whatever but, reason. But the point is, Kuklinski yeah. doesn't... Do you, is he a psychopath? You'd have to be. To decide that you were going to work to get paid to kill someone, you kind of have to have a disconnect. Right. There has to be an antisocial something going on, a, a severe psychotic break to be like, yep, now I'm doing it. But at the same time, as I'm watching this movie, the people this guy's going after were, were criminals. Right. The vast majority were scumbags. They were criminals anyway. That doesn't justify it. But for my taste, for what I like enjoying, you can't get me terrified or not liking someone who's basically doing what the Punisher did, except he's not the Punisher. He's not Marvel. He's not a war vet. But that being said, near the end of it, you know, he starts talking about, I knew what I did and I was wrong and all that stuff. That's what got me. When he was sitting in prison and when he watched the actual one where he, the same stuff, the same words came out of his mouth, it was powerful. All he cared about in the world was his two daughters and his wife. And when they found out what he was, that he'd been lying to him the whole time, they never once came and saw him in prison. And that was really the hell that he got put mm-hmm. into. And that's when, you know, it all, it all affected him. But, you know, for a guy like that to cry over that, it was powerful to see. And I thought that was great. Now, pointing that out, and those I enjoyed those films. You may not. But then again, I am the horror film guy. Netflix decided that I should watch a documentary on hookers. Called Tricked. I don't know how they made that leap. Like, you saw this? Watch Trick. Because you like criminals. And I went, interesting. Right. So I'll watch it. It's, hang on. Because violence and sex, I mean, they're so close. Hang on. It doesn't make sense to me. Because the actors, Netflix only goes by parameters, right? The, one of the actors is in it. No, none of those actors are in that film. No, because there's no Same director somewhere. Nowhere is the director in it. No. They're put in the same category of film. They're not the same category of film. Well, they just thought you were a degenerate scumbag and you'd like other <laughs> so, degenerate scumbaggery. <laughs> so I was like, Whatever. I put it on, I, st- I immediately start laughing. And why I'm laughing is because I'm watching this. And I remember me trying to watch this about two, three years ago. And I got just as far as I did this time before fast-forwarding it. Because it's a girl who gets on, and it's tragic. But she goes, you know, I was uh, I was kidnapped and forced into the slave trade where I did, you know, blah, 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 blah. Pimp got me and all that. So I'm like, wait a second. Now, the slave trade I heard of, you didn't have a choice from Gitmo. They stole you, took you to another foreign land. And you were forced to do whatever they told you. They'd kill you. Right. That was that. 
This girl openly admits not liking her home life, decided she could make it on her own, left, and this guy started dating her and told her what life was going to be like, this, that, and the other. And instead of breaking up with them, told her, hey, I know a way for us to earn money. And guess how? It's the title of the film. And right. just kept doing it. Then he abused her in this cycle of crazy, right? Right. But she <clears throat> went from like four to five different cities with this dude. Like just, just went. and uh, Or I'm sorry, not the same guy. She'd break off with this dude and go get involved with another guy. And she was talking about how she's a victim of the white slave trade. I started laughing because I'm like, that's not even accurate. That's like, I could see why they're saying it for your documentary, but that's not even the same. Uh, yeah, I, I have, uh, I, I, I can't say that I have any understanding of what that's like, but at the same time, uh, I understand what slavery is and I understand what manipulation is and I don't see them as being the same thing. And uh, I feel that if you do not have a chain binding you, you are not a slave. You right. are not stolen from your home <clears throat> and no one owns you. When someone commits <clears throat> a violent act against you, it requires you to make a decision to open the door and go find a police officer. And it's hard to do, right? It that's absolutely why, is. That's why they're a victim. It absolutely and it's hard is. to do, and that's all there. I don't, I don't want to diminish it. that. I don't want to diminish, yes, this is a terrible and brutal environment to be in, but you're not a slave. You weren't you weren't taken from your home against your will and chained down and required to pick cotton. And back to the original point where she had a wholesome family, where she was. Even by her own admittance, she just didn't like the rules that they put on her. And when she hit 17, decided she couldn't wait a year mm -hmm. and go to college like every other rebellious person. She, she decided she was going to go live in the street. And and her parents, she was every parent warns their child of life in the street. They yeah. don't say, you're going to become a whore right. on the street. No, yeah, of course. But she warned them there are bad people out there and you can get involved in stuff. Yep. And it's dangerous, it's dangerous, it's dangerous. And that's and that's that. But why this documentary was funny, not because of her alone in that. It's how misrepresented the misrepresentations. So you had that going on, but then they would show you the vice cops and the vice cops who they were interviewing seemed just as twisted as the pimps and pushers they were arresting. They were mm -hmm. just as messed up. And, and I mean, I can't even do it justice by description right now. Like if you start watching this, I guarantee you're going to be creeped out. They had a guy who I'm positive. A couple Amber alerts went off. When he was talking about how he cared so much about this girl. Right. There's a girl, he went into a house and say he'd been watching her for months. And she'd been arrested multiple times by him for prostitution. He put her in a cell and made sure she was safe for the night. And then got her out and told her of all these help groups she can get into. And he helped her get into it. And then was just following her life. But it was over a course of a year. And he just dealt with her. And Which just found her. And then and then said, if she were, it was so much so that for three years we haven't heard from her. But if we didn't, she called and she called me today, I would go to where she was and I would take care of her. And I would put, and I sat there and went, something is completely off about you. Hey, cause he, he, uh, it's, it's a typical Travis Bickle story. Fell in love with the prostitute. Travis Bickle, for those that don't know, is the main character from Taxi Driver. And the main character from Taxi Driver uh, falls in love. Well, I don't know if he falls in love, but uh, becomes Obsessive. infatuated with a 15-year-old prostitute. And the reason why at the end of the movie, and fuck you, you get no spoiler alerts, why he shoots the pimp and shoots the guy that runs the hotel is because they're scum of the earth. And he wants to save the girl, even though she doesn't want to be saved. She doesn't want to be saved because she's she's wrapped up in in sports pimping, in his glory and his bullshit. Right. She's wrapped up in it. Well, he does he does what any good obsessed person would do, and he goes and shoots these fucking people. 
Uh, it's and it's wrong, right? Like it's, it's completely it's, it, off your rocker wrong. It, it, but to me, it sounds like okay, yeah, I'm like I'm a cop, but I'm totally infatuated with this person, exactly, because I want to save them. So and that's and that's the vibe I got. And I feel I feel like this is a very easy solution, and maybe maybe I'm just jaded. Uh, legalize uh, prostitution, just legalize it. Well, in some in some places they have a form of it legalized, yep. but they're not going to legalize every day day. Bigglesworth right. or whatever, you know. But for for the record, I want to point this out. We're in Chicago or Chicagoland area. There is no bigger pimps than in Chicago. <laughs> in this documentary, and to show you how misrepresented, they start off this documentary telling you how bad it is, and it's the slave trade. Even have excerpts of Obama calling it the new slavery, and it's terrible. And look what's going on to our children in the cities. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Then they show the glory of pimpdom. Now, why I say it's misrepresented? Here are pimps on film saying flat out the smoothest shit you've ever heard. It's their job. But these guys are wearing tailored, like lime green, gaudy fucking pimp suits, these hats that had to cost about three, four thousand dollars, all the jewelry in the world. This guy owns the pimp they're interviewing is the king pimp. I think I, it wasn't Don Juan or whatever, but it's like uh, I think Don Magic Juan is retired. Or dead. I think well, he, he could be dead too. I don't know. But uh, Don Magic Juan is like. Uh, I think like, it's Pimpalicious was his name. It, Don Magic Juan is like the benchmark for like the, the pimp whose name you know. Right. Like he's become famous because he's a pimp and he's a pimp from Chicago. Why I'm fascinated by Pimpalicious is because he sits there and he tells him, he says, let me, let me tell you this. There's two things. I, this is a Pimpalicious quote. I do not believe in this. But the two things that shocked me to continue watching what he had to say, he said, and he truly believes this, there's two type of women in the world. There are prostitutes and there are whores. Now, a prostitute, by definition, gives up the, the, the business for money. A whore gives it away for, for free. It's just, he's, he's, and, a, he's a former pimp. And says, and I quote, now which one are you? Because the person interviewing him is a woman. And I sat there and stared at the screen, rewound it to listen to it again, because I couldn't believe it, right? Now, remember, this week I've been on a Tony Robbins mind control kick, and like, how do you, how do people do this? How do you get away? Here's this guy who takes, this is what he says, it's his intro speech to every woman who works for him, is that. And he hits him with a kind of street messed up, completely misogynistically wrong logic that gets these women to deal with him. And then he goes... Now, here's my success rate. Pulls out a stack of not only money, and this, this is how ghetto trash this guy is. It's a rubber band wrapped around a stack of bills folded over on top of like 18 credit cards. Mm -hmm. Chase Bank business cards. This guy owns a limo service. He owns property. He bought all his women cars. He's, he has a bag. Like you would carry like old potato chips you don't want to go stale. Big, like, one-pound bag of, like, gold rings, diamond rings, jewelry. Because he never knows when he has to bling it <laughs> to attract new talent. Scumbag. And I'm like, okay, hang on a second. This documentary group found him for the film. Right. And it's in Chicago where it's definitely illegal doing what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's for certain illegal. They can't get him. They yeah, can even look yeah, it up. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're not here to yeah, bust because, them, but come on. Yeah, because it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, are they going to spend a lot of fucking time on that? No. And, you know, that says a lot of things, too, but whatever. I, I You know, to me, like, I don't I don't find to, there to be anything 
uh, glamorous about a pimp. Uh, I'm not a big jewelry guy, and I don't really believe in manipulating people into getting it's, them. It's not glamorous, like, but I thought Chappelle's show was joking. Right. At how extreme it was. You know, the play a <laughs> hater's ball. I hate you. I hate you. It's not. It was taken. F- I'm telling you, he had to have known about this. Mm-hmm. So, so Don Magic Juan is now a preacher. <laughs> he is a former pimp, now preacher. Um, I, the irony of that is not missed on me. I good, yeah. Uh, I would like to remember a famous statement you made here once as you enlightened us to General Buck Naked. <laughs> well, it, the religion is the is the great thing because you can do horrible shit all your life, and then it's just like being a born again in jail. It's a it's like it's like the alcoholic syndrome. You you are an alcoholic. You beat your wife you did all this terrible shit well now you just find jesus it's oh my but God. here's why it's great because don magic Juan can go from manipulating exclusively women to sell sex to now he can manipulate everybody equally and they'll still give him money you as well as i have seen motherfuckers that run churches that run oh, yeah. ministries and uh crossroads Ministries. I'm gonna tell you what. Avoid them. They're not. They're they're not living like Jesus. We'll just put it that way. They may be hanging out with the hookers and the pimps, but it ain't for the same fucking reason. Okay, <laughs> it's not for the same fucking reason. We sold them 22 phones, and he said it's because he has a lot of mistresses. Yeah. Well, when you when you are wearing a three thousand dollar suit, you are not living. <laughs> you pay like for Christ. 22 phones in cash, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you own a barbershop and a ministry, you're probably on some shady shit. It's, it's blanket judgment, but we're just adding yeah, yeah, evidence yeah, yeah. to something that's just Anyways, horribly yeah. laughable. Yeah. I don't have a problem with religion. I do have a problem with religion used under the guise of, of virtue post-vice. What do you think of uh, Hurricane Hyman? I mean, not Hyman. Uh, Hurricane <laughs> Hermione. I don't think anything of it because I, I don't know what that is. So Florida got hit. Basically, it's it's another hurricane that's built. Uh-huh. They're supposed to get 15 inches of water. Uh, it's like something like 50 counties are are now on alert, but they're officially. Uh huh. I don't know. Okay, this weather's so, fucked up. Yeah. I well, I, it's hit me as odd only because it's not a well known thing. What's that? That that whole thing. It's not well known. No, I, I it's first time I'm hearing about it. I don't know anything about it. It's weird. It's no. weird. But I don't watch the news anymore either. Uh, oh, it's not that. I, I don't watch my the news, news either. I get my news from Facebook. I have a specific... I have, I have several links ever since we started podcasts I do pay attention to. Most of it I throw out because it's pointless. Mm-hmm. It's pointless. It's like, uh, do you guys really want to know the ins and outs of a technology boom related to the i7 stallout? <laughs> no. There's a great debate going on. If they on. do... This isn't the podcast. They're getting the most of the I-7s. No. It's boring. This, I, is, I this is not so much the informative podcast. This right. is more the opinion opinion piece. I let the hurricane die because you've heard of a hurricane. People are in trouble. Stuff's going to happen if your relatives in yeah. Florida give them a hug. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I mean, it's, like a, it's, you know, it's hurricane season. But why I even brought it up is because this is how nerdy the world's gotten. We know Hermione's a character, right? It's, yeah, it's from uh, like Star Trek or something. It's from Star Trek? <laughs> I'm talking shit. I'm, I'm looking at Nate I'm Gaffaud. talking shit. I'm talking okay, good. shit. Good. I know it's from Harry Potter, but I don't give a fuck about Harry Potter. Hey, have you have you watched Harry Potter? No, not at all. I have no interest at okay. all. I don't Sorry. care about child witches or adult ones. 
Child witches or child witches or adult ones. I don't care about a Hufflepuff or a Hifflepiff or a fucking sandbox or a fucking phone booth. I I got nothing. I don't care about. The only thing I know about Harry Potter is when I got beamed in the fucking head with a Harry Potter magic wand. I've never seen Harry Potter either. I want to. Uh, you, I won't begrudge you. But I don't care I don't, if you do. I, I just don't care. Just saying yeah, I want to. I have no it's interest. Something, it's something that I think that if everybody says it's good and it's something to check out, eh, nine times out of ten. It just doesn't look appealing to me. It didn't either. Other, otherwise, I would have seen it sooner. But yep. there's one thing I like about it, about the concept of it, is I like new. I like fresh takes. Uh-huh. And I'm tired of old wizard-type rep- misrepresentations. And you're not into wizards anyway. No. But I think Merlin has to go. I yeah, think that's a yeah, definite sure. has, and I hate D and D wizards. Wizard, an old man with a pouch full of rocks to turn into fire. You're rocks. not a wizard unless you're throwing sandbags at a monster, yelling out the damage. Dude, <laughs> I'm still scarred by that event. <laughs> lightning, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. I paid fifty bucks to be at that park. I should be able to hit as many dudes as I want in the head with the bastard sword <laughs> they gave me. They gave me the bastard sword, knowing I was going to hit a dude with the sword and then complained that it was hurting. <laughs> By the way, I'm a barbarian and had to be because I didn't make my own armor. So right. they're going to hit me and it's going to sting. And I willfully accepted it. And I'm whacking a dude in the head wearing metal armor. And he's telling me it hurt. And he now has a headache. What are we talking about? Oh, my God. So it's this SCAA. It was an event that I went to. It's like, like Nero, right? It's a... Well, I'm told that there, there's a blinding line. It's been years. But uh, I, think, I think you're correct that it was a Nero event I went to. And what, is, what is Nero? So Nero, I don't even know what it stands for other than here's what they do. Right. They will get together. It's fantasy. It's live acting. Right. Everybody's going to make their own equipment. Right. Out of specific guidelines. It has to be like PVC padded in like an inch and a half or three inches of foam. I'm pretty sure it's three inches. I'm not really certain. Weaponry has to follow the same guidelines. But then you get to play these characters in this court. And there's goblins and monsters to fight. And they're always played at these retreats, these parks you can go to. People run around. Basically, it's camping with your friends. Right. Except you get to pretend. And there you go. One big ball that lasts the whole weekend. Yeah, it's a it's a like a it's a LARP event for those. I went there in normal clothes and sneakers, and I went with some buddies, and I was told my fifty bucks, you get a book, and then you get like this character, and then you get to run around at level one and do whatever. I'm new, and when I'm new, I like to soak it in. Right. I like to see where I'm at. I like to get my options for me. I like to know what I'm supposed to do, and then I want to get at it. Don't have me in the sidelines. Let me get at it. For good, or for, for good or for worse. When I get at it, everyone has to get in characters, so the guys I'm with have to, like... I don't know what happened. Like, I guess there's, like, organizations across the U.S., mm-hmm. and he had a character somewhere in Wyoming, and he wanted to transfer it, and there was some issue. But he's gone. I get to running around, and they like they gave me a bastard sword. Right. And you gotta understand, it's a real legitimate, or a legitimate, it's close to approximation. In other words, I'm already, like, 6'6". Right, already have a 73 inch fingertip to fingertip reach, and they decide to give me a six foot weapon. <laughs> okay, they just give it to me. It's uh, by the way, it stands for New England Role Playing Organization. Perfect, Nero. So, I, I go to have my first encounter, which is scaled from my level, and it's three dudes who, who come walking up, crouch low to the ground, and they don't say anything. And I'm like, what? What's going on? I understand I'm supposed to be a barbarian. 
Uh-huh. And the guy goes, I know we don't look it, but we're a spider. And he's crawling around with his buddy. And I was like, oh, you're a spider. And I was like, so how does this work? Do I just like block and whatever? Is there like some way to not, do I have to hit you? Like, yeah, you're going to have to hit us, man. And when you hit him, call out the damage. And my weapon did like three damage, I guess. I don't even know how, I don't even know the scale. Right. So I'm like, well, let's get at it then. And I start hammering this dude in the head. I'm laying bombs. I'm like <laughs> swinging both, blah, 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 just hitting him. But he's like, stop it. Every time, like three damage, three damage, three damage. Man, I'm at like 15 points. What you got? What you got? Wait, when's this thing die? I got to keep hitting him. He's like, lay off, lay off. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, Bob, you got to stop. You got to stop. Lay off means you got to quit. It means no more, no more fight. And he's like, it's illegal to hit people in the head. And I was like, don't say that in the book. <laughs> and he's like it's illegal to hit people in the head you can't do that you're hitting me in the head you're hitting me in the head and i was like oh okay so let's do this i can't continue i got a headache so i killed you then i get my xp you don't get anything but i but i won so now i get cheated out my xp right and i'm known as the head hitter like nobody else wants to run a challenge that i'm near because yep. i'm the dreaded head hitter and then i have good old rye Good old Rye Rye. Ryan Forsberg's there, and he's like, oh, you're hitting people ahead, man? He's like, yeah, you can't do that. So he goes, here's the deal, though. You can hit him in the side all you like. So that's that's golden. It's like, okay, you can also stab them. So use it like a spear, bro. All right, cool. At the time, I mean, rest in peace, Craig's with us. Craig's a wizard. He gets to throw your sandbags and yell what damage it does. Right. Which was the dorkiest thing I've ever yep. done. I couldn't believe it. So, like, my dork factor. Lightning roll three. Lightning roll three. My dork lightning factor never gets to me. It got yeah. to me here. Yeah. So bad. And he's like, oh, yeah. So what will happen is, is that we'll hold the guy off, like poking him and kind of hurt him. And then Craig will finish him off, hitting him with these bags. And that that's the game. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> and you're like, what? I am officially done. That shit gets to me, too. Like, like I, I fly my nerd flag proud. But if I'm gaming, if I'm not even gaming, because like if you're sitting at a table with some books, it seems people just ignore that. But when you're LARPing in a public place. You're going to be around people that have no fucking clue what you're doing. And you're just like, I'm not this dorky. Like, I'm not this nerdy. I can't just be like, I'm awesome at this. Like, you no, can't do it. Fuck off, dude. Like, dial it back. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't deal with that shit. We played on Alicia Park and had badges, which added a suspension of dif disbelief. Because it let people know, well, something's going on. Right. They're clearly doing something. Right. We could observe, but then we move right. on. No judgment. But what were we playing in Lilasha Park? We were we were playing Vampire the Masquerade, which for the most part is about a bunch of vampires that stand around and look cool. So it's a bunch of goth kids. Right. It's a bunch of goth kids that wear sunglasses at night and and sort of ignore each other. So, you know, you're not like, <laughs> I'm throwing <laughs> lightning bolts at you. I'm throwing, you know, so like only when you would get into the actual mechanics of the game would like the real nerd shit come out. But dude, it's the jock in me. Right. I got to call out my most uncomfortable things in, in those rock, paper, scissor moments are when people get so heated, it doesn't fit. <laughs> right. You know, like, like someone like, uh, oh, I don't know, like isn't, isn't violent by nature. Sean John is an actor and he gets in the role right. and he threatens to crush somebody. And he's now nose to nose with a guy four times his size uh -huh. in real life. But right. their characters are somehow supposed to. Right. That's when my ass is literally like that. I'm chuckling. Because I'm like, if this were really real, right? <laughs> We've had people, I've been there when I've had with Murph, and he could back this up, friend of ours, running the game and had to stop a scene because people looking thought two people were going to fight and it was so mismatched. Right. That was that. Or my ultimate favorite, you have a cute girl 
like Ashley Ashley Wolfram was the one specifically who played played this strong, charismatic but quiet individual, like political type character. Right. And when she finally blew up, it was on eighteen people. Just came down on, but she had such charisma. There are like four or five guys standing. It's like I don't know if they were like Lombard's best linebackers, but they were dudes ready to throw down with. They're like, yeah, man, you should back off. And it was like yep. timeout. Excuse me, watchers. We all got badges. May you step back 15 feet, please. Why has nothing to do with you? No one's getting hurt, but enjoy the show. Oh, you all are acting? Yes, man. She She's wearing fangs. <laughs> she's literally wearing Halloween fangs, bro. <laughs> right. Oh, man. She's got chain mail on, man. What, is that normal to you? Right. Do people walk around like that often? Yeah, but those dudes look nefarious. They're supposed to. So... Speaking Strange. of speaking of uh, doing dorky gaming in public, it's about that time for us. Um, we definitely appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, you're going to want to tune in next week for the new thing that we're not going to tell you we're that much about. But uh, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some new stuff next week. Um, hopefully, we'll have Brandon back on the show next week. Brandon Wood, we will. Um, Brandon Wood is holding to every two weeks. That's uh, literally it's his schedule. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. If not. He'll do every week, provided he can get here before the yeah, time yeah. to kick off. Time constraints being what they are, you know, we don't do this as a full-time job, so... But we're going from know. a duo to a trio. And yeah. then I believe Adam Halleck's going to step in, too. That's so. the hope. That's the hope. Good old Adam Halleck. Someday we'll have him on a microphone and the we'll prove he's real. Giant. We just got to talk about bowling once. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know anything about bowling. We don't have to. We could just talk about how... We should just talk about the Big Lebowski. It's we- there you that's go. That's about as there much as go. I know about we'll bowling. We'll get into so. it. We'll get into Alrighty. it. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you didn't, I'm very sorry. We'll try harder. <laughs> nah. I'm just, you know. Yeah, no. Go fuck yourself. All just right. nah. <laughs> All righty. Everybody have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Bye. Goodbye. Stop that shit. I got more glocks and text than you. I'll make it hot. Niggas won't even stand next to you. <laughs> Niggas touch me, you better bust me than the head. A motherfucker's dead. Irritating like the hiccups. Excuse me, flows just grow through me. Like trees to branches, cliffs to avalanches. It's the praying mantis, deep like the mind of Farrakhan. A motherfucking rap phenomenon. 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 The fucking rap phenomenon.